Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello. Hey, what have I got for you today? I have my August spending recap. I'm recording this on September 17th, so I'm a little bit late with it. I'm going to ask you to forgive me for that. I'm sure you were waiting. I'm sure you were hitting refresh, just waiting for this. But can I tell you something embarrassing first before I jump into these numbers? So I pulled up the report in You Need a Budget, which is one of the software tools I use. I use You Need a Budget. I use the My Wealth Diary tool that's called My Wealth Dashboard. And then I use my own Google Sheet. And I was looking in You Need a Budget, or sometimes it's called YNAB. And I was like, wow, I knew that September spending was on the low side, but like, dang, we really did awesome. All of these categories are pretty low. And I started to make my notes to make the podcast because that's what I do. I pull up this report and then I write down the numbers and kind of think about what's interesting to talk about. (laughs) I had been doing this for, I don't know, 10 minutes, maybe less. And then I looked up and I was like, oh, no, this is September. The month is only halfway over. That's why these numbers seem so low because it's only been two weeks. And I was totally looking at the wrong month. My brain, my brain sometimes. That's okay. Good at other things. Okay. For August, though, I literally almost just said it again. All right, let's get into September. But no, we're talking about August. It was so long ago. Okay. A couple things happened. Let me give you the high-level headlines, and then I'll I'll talk about some, some interesting things that we spent money on. The total spending for the month, and I don't include my mortgage in this. I never do because I think that makes it easier to compare apples to apples. And also, I just don't want to share what my mortgage payment is. So our total spending was a little over $14,000, which feels like... Whoa. But because it was a three paycheck month, we still managed to pull off a savings rate that was more than 50%, which feels totally wild and bananas to me, but exciting. I will take it. Now, I will say out of that $14,000 total, which feels so high, like $14,000 and it doesn't even include a place to live, $6,000 of that, so more than a third, was payments towards paying off the car that we bought in April. I've talked about this a million times. You're probably tired of hearing me talk about it, but we bought a new car in April. It was just under $60,000. Not brand new. It was four years old. It's an EV. We named her Carmen Electra. We love her. She's great. And I lived without a car payment for, I mean, we didn't have one for three or four years and I really like not having a car payment. And so I'm very committed to paying this car off. I don't want to pull all the cash out at once because I like having at least six months of expenses in my emergency fund, but I'm just pulling out a little extra cash each month and throwing it at this loan. Also, I mentioned our savings rate was a little over 50%. And I, let me make a note. I will link an episode that I did about how we calculate our savings rate because there's a bunch of different ways to do it. The short version for us is it's an after-tax savings rate. So if you take our income, take out taxes, and then I figure out whatever percentage of that we spent and whatever we didn't spend, I count as savings. Like it doesn't matter if it actually got invested that month or if it's just still sitting in our checking account or whatever. Like if we made $10,000 after taxes and we spent 6,000, then I would say our savings rate is 40%. Because if we spent 6,000, that's 60%. So whatever's left over is 40%. That's not a real number, but just to make the math easy. Anyways. Okay. So not counting our mortgage, we spent a little over $14,000, but like $6,000 of that was towards this car loan. I really want to pay off this car loan. Very big stretch goal would be by the end of this month. (laughs) I definitely said that wrong. 
very big stretch goal would be by the end of this year, that would be hard to do. And if we can't do that, then I want to pay it off by April of next year. So that'd be 12 months total since we bought it. Just don't like having a car payment. It's just a mental thing. I don't like it. And I keep doing these spending recaps and I have to be like, okay, well, here's a total we spent, but a bunch of that money was just paying off the car. So that kind of counts as spending. It kind of doesn't like, I don't know. Okay, a little over 14000 total. 6000 of that was towards the car. At least about $8,000 left. The biggest chunk, like the biggest category when I was looking in the You Need a Budget reports was home stuff. And there were just a couple things. Oh, man, I know it's such a cliche joke. Like, kids, don't buy a house. It's a scam. But there really always is something. So last month... We had a $900 bill from our lawn care company because, oh my gosh, I can't, I'm, I'm, it's not even don't buy a house. It's like, don't have a yard. The yard is the scam. We have a lawn care company and they haven't done the best job, but that's okay. So we asked them to come out and pull a bunch of weeds and they did, I think at some point in July. And then we had to pay the invoice in August. So it was $900. So they pulled all the weeds, which is great. But then we also had to ask them separately, like, Hey, can you like spray something so the weeds don't keep coming back? And I, I don't know. You tell me if this is normal. I just want to hire a lawn care company that doesn't require me to tell them what to do. I feel like they should say, Hey, you have a bunch of weeds. Would you like us to pull them and then spray something so that they don't come back? And then I would say yes. But like, I feel like I shouldn't be the one asking for those kinds of things. Like the guy said at one point, he said, Oh, you need some power raking over here and that'll help your grass grow better. And I'm like, okay, but do I have to call him and say, excuse me, can you please do some power raking? Because I think I don't, I don't, I don't even know what power raking is to be honest. And I don't know when it's supposed to happen or how. And I think that's their job. But anyways, that's a long way of me saying I paid my lawn care company $900. It's usually quite a bit less. And then if you follow me on Instagram and stories, you heard the whole saga about air conditioning. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that story again, but basically we bought a portable air conditioner for a house and then we ended up buying a second one. And it's kind of a long story, but so that was $560. We also had a lock break. So we had to have a locksmith come out and open that door. We weren't locked out of our house, but just one of our doors broke. So we had to have a locksmith come out and open that door and then have him come back out with a replacement lock for that door and install it. And that whole thing was $339. Well, it was less than that. I think we gave him a pretty good, I think we tipped him like 50 or 75 bucks because he was really nice. Like so nice, so helpful, showing me pictures of his new baby, like telling me about how he started his business. I was just, this guy is the best. <laughs> Make sure you send him a really big tip when he sends you the invoice. So it, was, it, it would have been less than that, except I had a soft spot for our locksmith. Okay. So that added up is like $1,800 of abnormal spending. And then the other things under home, under my home category is $440 for our house cleaners, but it's normal. That happens every month. And then $187 for house supplies, which is just like paper towels, toothpaste, whatever. I don't usually look at it each month because it just is what it is. So that was the biggest category. Second biggest category, everyone's favorite is food. I am not going to give you a breakdown of what we spent on food in August because I did a whole episode about it. I think it's like two episodes ago, but I will link it in the show notes. And then I also did a whole breakdown on the blog, lizgetsloaded.com. So if you literally want to see, it's not just, oh, we spent $800 on groceries and $200 on takeout. It's like $2 for a slice of pizza, $9 for a bag of pistachios. I just wanted to do one month where I really documented every single thing and I thought it was really interesting. So it's all there. And then also I did a podcast about it. And then also I made a silly little reel about it with a total throwaway joke. And now it's been viewed over a million times. <laughs> 
which is exciting for me. I've never had, I think before this, my, the most a reel I'd made had been viewed was like 10,000 times or something. And I will say I was kind of nervous about it. I was like, oh no, here come just the really unkind comments probably, but it hasn't been that wild. Wasn't as bad as I thought. So I feel fine about that. Okay. Our next biggest category was travel. I think I've mentioned this before, but we are going to a wedding that's coming up and the place where the wedding is, it's kind of like an all-inclusive thing. So we paid $1,200 for a place to stay and then food for the whole weekend. And that actually feels like a really good deal to me. So, and I'm also just really looking forward to the wedding. I think the couple's really great. So totally happy with that. My next biggest category was clothes at $696. That's so much money to spend on clothes in one month. For me, I'm sure there are people who regularly spend more. I'm sure there are people who regularly spend much less. That felt really high to me. I want to say, this is just off of memory, so it could be wrong, but I want to say our average clothing spend like for the year is maybe two to $3,000. So $700 in one month is a lot, but I'm going to return. I just returned today, actually $300. And I have another $200 pair of shoes that I just printed out the return label for, and I need to drop it off. We had three weddings this year and I must've tried on like 12 dresses. (laughs) We're in a post-pandemic world. Nothing I already had either. I didn't still like it that much because it's been a couple years since I actually got dressed up for an event. So either I didn't like it or it didn't fit, (laughs) to be honest. Between the pandemic and then I had this foot injury, I'm just at the high end of kind of the normal range. Like everyone has a range that they weigh, right? And you're kind of, you you fluctuate within that normal range. And I'm at the high end of that range because pre-pandemic, I walked to work and just had a really active life. And then of course pandemic happened. So that changed, but I was still going on these really long walks all the time. And then I hurt my foot. So I couldn't go on a walk for longer than about 30 minutes for mm, about a year. I mean, I could, but my foot would really hurt. So anyways, I feel like I'm still normalizing from that. And also they just don't, I don't, okay. I will not go down the trouble. I was actually talking to the, the lady, the salesperson at Nordstrom who was helping me. And she said, this is real. It's like not my imagination that designers have not been making dresses for sort of the in-between age for a little while. The way she put it was like, there's dresses for juniors, kind of people in their twenties or people who want to buy something like with the kind of junior sizing. And then there's a lot that's in the more like matronly category. And there's not a ton in between. And I will say, I found that to be true when I was shopping this summer. Anyways, that was all to say I ordered a bunch of dresses this year and then I returned like so many dresses this year and I ended up keeping two of them and I like them both. So Nope. Actually, I kept three. I like two from Nordstrom and one just from Amazon. But in any case, I had a big line item in the budget for clothes last month, even though I'm going to do a lot of returns this month. So I'm going to feel really good about that because that's one of those things is like, you know. When you return clothes, you feel like you just made money. It's pretty It's pretty nice. <laughs> okay, a couple other things going on. Uh, our pets were real expensive last month. They're good at other things. They're not good at not costing me money lately. We had about $450 in veterinary expenses. I've talked about this before. I have an older pet who just needs some extra love towards the end of life. Yeah. And then both of us were going into the office a lot. And so we hire a dog walker when that happened. So dog walking total last month was $253, which is wild. I think it's about $25 each time, which means we got dog walkers 10 times, which is a lot. There's only 20 something business days in the month. So yeah, that's all right. That's all right. When I go into the office, we both have uh, (laughs) differing, differing levels of free food in the office. And so I'm always like, okay, between the two of us, we got to try to have $25 worth of free food. Like you go get those berries, those raspberries, those blueberries. I'm definitely going to hit the pop tarts. <laughs> I'm like, 
high value items. I mean, I'm kidding, but I do think about, I just think that each day that both of us are not going to be home and both of us are going to be in the office, it is going to cost $25 plus tolls, which brings me my driving category. So it's $465. About $300 of that was insurance and then $110 for tolls. I feel like something's happening with the tolls. Like last month I had kind of skipped a month or two and so I had to pay a larger amount, but this also feels big and it, and it billed me. Like it hit my credit card a couple different times. Usually I think they just charge me once a month. I don't know. I should look at it. I should. I will. And then let's see, there are a couple other odds and ends. We've had so many medical bills this year. Everyone's fine. It's just, you know, bodies break and do stuff they're not supposed to do. (laughs) But this month was only $91, which was awesome. Peloton is always the same. It's like $45 with tax, I think, or plus tax, I think. We bought a hard drive to back up a bunch of photos. That was $120. Spent like $40 buying some body sunscreen and moisturizer just like the spray sunscreen for being outside and some neutrogena moisturizer that i like at costco i specify body sunscreen because the face sunscreen i buy is expensive it's like 40 dollars a bottle i think but i start i'm pretty stocked i have like three or four bottles floating around the house so i'm good for now spent 25 dollars on frownies those little stickers i put on my forehead to try to prevent wrinkles let's see there was a 45 dollar haircut i think that's about it let's see i bought lunch for my team that was 80 dollars Oh, someone I was, I, I was talking to someone and they mentioned they didn't have an air purifier for all the wildfire smoke. And so I just sent them one on Amazon. That was 50 something dollars. A friend was raising money for a 5k. So I gave a hundred dollars to that. And then we just have like kind of an annual goal that breaks down to a monthly goal. So about $800 to charity outside of that. But nothing too exciting last month. It all adds up to a lot. But again, that $1,800 was the home stuff. That was a big chunk. Obviously the car payment at 6,000 was a big chunk. Wedding was like a good size chunk. The clothes was a good chunk. It, there's just always something, right? There is no such thing as a normal month. This month felt normal. But then when I was looking at a, a lot of the transactions, I thought, oh, that's kind of a one-off. Oh, that's kind of a one-off. Oh, well, the car insurance is going to go down whenever I get around to selling our old car. I tried to, okay. So <laughs> I need to find the title before I can sell our old car. So I went to the DMV because I couldn't find it. And I was like, Hey, I need a replacement title. And they were like, no, this car has a loan on it. And I was like, no, it hasn't had a loan for years. And they said, okay, you need to go to your bank and get a lien release letter. Like that's the thing they sent you in the mail. And that's the thing you lost. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm going to feel really happy. Actually, there's two things. Okay. So once I sell the car, our old car, I'm hoping I can get like eight or $10,000 for it. I just, I really don't know. And then also I posted about this on Instagram, but I got a letter in the mail. Something happened with our escrow account. So, you know, when you have a mortgage, it's really common for your mortgage company to set up an escrow account. And so you pay a little extra each month on top of the principal and interest for your mortgage. And then your mortgage company keeps that. And then they pay your property taxes and your homeowner's insurance for you. And I don't like it, but my bank won't let me remove it until we're, we pay off. We only put like 10% down on the house. So until we get to like an 80% loan ratio, they won't let us take it off. But I switched homeowners insurance companies. And I guess I did that like right after the escrow account paid the annual homeowners insurance bill, which was like $7,000. So the old homeowners insurance company, I guess, tried to send me a check for $7,000. And then they sent me a letter in the mail that was like, hey, you haven't cashed our check. And I was like, oh, I must have missed that. So there was a, a, a process to go online and request that they send it again. And it said four to six weeks, but that, is, I, <laughs> that did not keep me from checking the mail for it the next day to see if it was coming yet. So I feel like once I sell our old car and then if that check comes, which would be great, 
I know it's like money I already paid into the escrow account, but it kind of feels like free money. Because I'm also still paying into the escrow account. So they're still collecting money to pay to the new insurance company. I don't know. It's confusing. Anyways, once I get both of those, then I'm going to put both of those towards the car and then it'll be like three quarters of the way paid off and I'll feel really happy about that. So that was my August. How was your August? You tell me. You know where to find me on the gram. If you like hearing how other people spend their money, maybe you can think of someone else who also likes hearing about this. You could share this episode. Maybe you can think of one or two people that you think would enjoy it. You can share it with them. That is a really great way for me to find new listeners and for new listeners to find me. I mean, if you really like it, you can also leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. Like the one from Christy who says, loving this podcast so far, short to the point and educational. I would love that, but you know, you do you. Thank you so, so much sincerely for listening and I'll talk to you next week.